You're listening to Moments from the Mount, a podcast from Mount Calvary Lutheran Church and Pastor Benjamin Schaefer. This is a sermon that was recently preached in our congregation. You can learn more at mtcalvaryreading.org or watch a sermon there. Thanks for listening. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The Word of God for us today on this Epiphany Sunday is from Ephesians chapter 3, verses 2 through 12. St. Paul wrote, Surely you have heard about the administration of God's grace that was given to me for you, that is, the mystery made known to me by revelation, as I have already written briefly. In reading this, then, you will be able to understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to men in other generations, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to God's holy apostles and prophets. This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and shares together in the promise in Christ Jesus. I became a servant of this gospel by the gift of God's grace given me through the working of His power. Although I am less than the least of all God's people, this grace was given me to preach to the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make plain to everyone the administration of this mystery, which for ages past was kept hidden in God, who created all things. His intent was that now, through the church, the manifold wisdom of God should be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms, according to his eternal purpose, which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. In him, and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. This is the word of the Lord. A good mystery can really grab your attention. I recently read the story of a woman who had purchased a new refrigerator as a Christmas gift to herself. She had done her research, she bought the refrigerator that she wanted, and she got it delivered in plenty of time for Christmas because she was having her family. She was going to host her extended family over the Christmas holiday. Well, she got the refrigerator home, got it installed. Everything was working great. But the next morning she woke up and there were ice cubes all over her kitchen floor. She figured that maybe it was just a a mistake. Maybe it had been, you know, working the kinks out, so to speak. And so she went off to work and didn't think anything of it. Well, she got back that night, and again, there were ice cubes all over the kitchen floor. She checked the machine. The water worked fine, and the ice cubes worked fine. So she called the repairman and said, I can't figure it out. What's going on here? And so the repairman came out. And he examined the new refrigerator, and everything was fine. Couldn't figure it out. He even stuck around an extra 30 minutes to make sure the refrigerator didn't inadvertently spit out more ice cubes. So he went home. And the next morning, this nice lady, 
who had put in all this time and effort into researching the perfect refrigerator, who was expecting family in just a few days, this woman again finds a whole pile of ice cubes on the floor of her kitchen. So again, she called up the repairman. He came right over, and within a few minutes, he had solved the mystery of the exploding icebox. Now, a good mystery can really grab a person. There's a problem to be solved. There's some suspense. There's twists and turns. And a broader context to consider. A good mystery leaves us wondering, well, what's going to happen next? And I imagine that even with my simple story here, there are probably some of you out there thinking to yourself, well, what was the problem? Why was the refrigerator spitting out ice cubes? How did he solve it? There's a tension. And that tension makes us a little uneasy. But then comes the part that we really like. The resolution. The solution to that mystery. The the loose ends are tied up. The explanation is given. The climax and purpose of this whole thing come together. Everyone loves a good mystery, especially when it ends on a happy note with that resolution. Epiphany is a day of mysteries. There is the mystery of the wise men who come to worship Jesus, the newborn king. There's the mystery of these men in the first place. You know, who are they? Where did they come from? There's the mystery of of what happened to them after. But all of those mysteries pale in comparison to the mystery that St. Paul writes about in Ephesians chapter 3. In verse 6, Paul wrote, This mystery is that through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel, members together of one body, and sharers together in the promise in Christ Jesus. St. Paul used the word mystery three times in this lesson and six times in the letter to the Ephesians, far more than any other letter that Paul wrote. Now what exactly is the mystery? The mystery is this, in simple terms, that God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to save all people, Jews and Gentiles alike. Now, if that doesn't seem like much of a mystery to you, well, then rejoice. Rejoice that you know and believe that gospel truth by the power of the Holy Spirit. Rejoice, but also recognize how absolutely earth-shattering that news is and reclaim and recommit yourself to treasuring the unsearchable riches of Christ. Paul calls this a mystery for two reasons that we want to consider here this morning. That that God came for all people, for the whole human tribe is a mystery for two reasons. Number one, it's something we would not know unless God revealed it to us. And number two, God himself enlists our help 
in making that mystery known to others and revealing the resolution of that mystery to other people. Now, there are some things in life that are really not mysteries. Now, we might act like they are at times, but in the end, they're, they're not really a mystery. You know, it's no mystery that human beings are steeped in corruption and sin. You don't have to teach a two-year-old how to be selfish, or how to say mine and fight for their toys. You don't need to teach adults how to look out for their own interests, how to worry about things in the future, how to neglect the needs of loved ones. You don't need to teach people that. That's how we are. That's how we operate on our own. That's how we're born into this world. Corrupt to the core. And yet the real mystery that Paul writes about here in Ephesians is that God doesn't give up on us. <laughs> this is a mystery, a thing we would not know unless God himself revealed it to us. God's son came for the whole human race. He came for everybody. And Paul was amazed that God had not given up on him. God's grace called Paul from being a persecutor and killer of Christians to being the Lord's missionary. Paul had been Saul, a vicious enemy of Christians all over the place, throwing them in prison. That's why he considered himself the least of all God's people. And yet God revealed the mystery to him. A mystery that was not made to men in other generations, as it has now been revealed by God's, by the Spirit of to God's holy apostles and prophets. This is the key insight in the letter to the Ephesians. You see, and it wouldn't have been plain that, God, that Jesus came for all people, regardless of your background, your people group, your tribe. Jesus came for you. And this would not have been an easy thing for people in the first century to understand. Because even God's people in other generations who knew the scriptures wrestled with what Paul is talking about here. That God's love is for all people. And they would have said, well then why did God choose the Jews to be his special people? Why did the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob come from that one nation? Why did the um, why did they have the law of Moses and the special worship life? And why did they have the scriptures? And why did they have all these rules and regulations? Shouldn't that make them special and different and better than other people? And God did choose his people to carry the promise and from whom the promised child Jesus would be born. But that did not mean that they were somehow more worthy of his love. And that was true in the Old Testament, as we heard from Isaiah chapter 60 today. And God wants to make it super clear here through his apostle Paul, the mystery is revealed. That through the gospel, the Gentiles are heirs together with Israel. Like those who inherit what their ancestors pass on. Gentiles have that too through faith. 
that we are members together of one body, the body of Christ. We belong to it through faith in Jesus alone, not bloodlines, not your background, not who your daddy was. And Paul went on and shares together in the promise in Christ Jesus. Sharers, partakers of that promised eternal life all through Jesus, the Savior of all the world. This is the mystery revealed to us today. A mystery that we continue to marvel at, these unsearchable riches of Christ that God loves and forgives you and me. That God's Son came for the whole human tribe. I think this mystery is especially important for us to remember and marvel at in our country today because our society seems to be turning more tribal than ever. It's no mystery that human beings tend to gravitate towards people who look like we do, sound like we do, have have similar life experiences that we do. That's no mystery. It's no mystery that we give a lot of grace to people we like, but we look down on others we don't like so much. We aren't aren't so willing to learn or listen or love others. At least not where that group is concerned. And it happens all over the place. Right? It happens in politics. You've got Republicans versus Democrats. And it happens in, in demographics. You know, millennials versus baby boomers. And all the generations. How are we going to reach them? And why aren't they coming to church? And, and it happens between men and women too. As these tribes are pitted against one another. And as we let that infect our own thinking too. And yet the Bible knows only one tribe. God knows only one race, the human race. All of us sinners, all of us in need of a Savior. And the real mysteries, not that we form into tribes and why are we doing this and what's going on. The real mystery is that God himself calls us into his tribe. That he calls us to faith in Jesus Christ. God himself came down from heaven to earth. He lived. He suffered in our place. He died for us. He rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. And he did it all for you, for your neighbor, for the person down the street, for the person from a different tribe than you. Because God's son came for the whole human tribe and he calls all of us to repent and believe the good news he calls all of us to turn to him and trust this amazing marvelous unsearchable riches this is the mir- this is the mystery even better said it's a miracle it's a miracle that we marvel at that anyone believes this good news in the first place it is god's power which makes it possible and why does he do all this The Apostle Paul gives us part of the reason here. Paul wrote, He did this so that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known. The manifold wisdom of God. God did this so that through the church, through you, His wisdom might be made known. 
God could have, he could have written in the stars how, to be, how he saved the world. He could have sent angels to proclaim the good news like he did to the shepherds. God could have given every person an inborn knowledge of the gospel. But he did none of those things. He chose to make the mystery of Christ, the manifold wisdom of God known through the church. Notice that it doesn't say through pastors only or through teachers in the school only or through elders in the church only. No, through the church. And you and I are the church as believers in Jesus Christ, as those called out of darkness into his marvelous light. We are part of God's people. And through us, we have the privilege of making that mystery known to others. He's given us his manifold wisdom revealed in the word. And God's wisdom has so many layers to it. He continues to reveal it to you and me to help us more and more. The more we study it, the more we are empowered to share that good news and to help others marvel at this mystery are you still wondering about the, how the ice cubes got on the floor in that woman's kitchen? The solution, the resolution, was real simple. It was her dog, her great big German shepherd who, who loved the new refrigerator more than she did and stood up and pressed the button every chance he got. Without the resolution to the mystery, something would be missing. God has revealed his mystery to us and the resolution centers in Jesus Christ. He calls on us now to make this amazing glory known to others because there are still so many people who do not know this mystery, who do not know that Jesus came for them. They don't know that Jesus came for everyone. They wander around in uncertainty. They live with shame. They carry mountains of guilt. And maybe you do too. So go back to the mystery and marvel. Marvel that, yes, Jesus did come for you. Like the wise men who had to search for Jesus, we too might have to go to his word and find the comfort and direction that we need. But we know the big reveal, the big resolution. Jesus came for you. And through faith in his blood, you get to live. We have the resolution to the mystery, and it's a reason to rejoice in 2020 and beyond. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard and keep your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen.